Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you, Jay, and hello, everyone. It is good having you today. One of the most well-known biblical accounts is that of Noah and the ark, of which we read beginning in Genesis 6. But we are introduced to Noah in Genesis 5, verses 25 through 29. The scripture reads as follows, Methuselah lived 187 years and begot Lamech. After he begot Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. Lamech lived 182 years and had a son, and he called his name Noah, saying, This one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. Now, dear friends, let's notice something very quickly from this reading. First of all, you'll note the name Methuselah. And there are the occasions where people will look at someone and say, You are as old as Methuselah, which means you're up in years. Of course, Methuselah was noted and in the Bible, rather, as the man that lived the longest, 969 years. But did you also note that Methuselah is Noah's grandfather? Lamech is Noah's father. And Lamech named Noah because he said this one would comfort us. In a few moments, let us study this wonderful man named Noah and allow him to comfort us as we live in this old cursed world. But before we do so, our friend Jay Webb has a special gift for our listeners. Brother Jay? The Apostle Paul said in Romans 15.4, for whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. The book of Psalms is a book of patience and comfort, and we have a study guide on Psalm 113-118, through 118, and we'd like to send it to you absolutely free. May we send it to you? Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Psalm Study 1. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988, and please leave your name, address, and just say, Psalm Study 1. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information. Name, address, and type, Psalm Study 1. We'll send it right away. Now, let's go back to Jeff. Thank you very much, Jay. Again, dear friends, concerning Noah. This one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. There are so many things penned about Noah. And the man Noah, he truly comforts. And you know, as I read and reread this wonderful account and other passages that apply to Noah. Indeed, friends, Noah is a man 
who comforts. Let's notice just two of many lessons we can learn about the life of Noah and how he comforts. First of all, Noah comforts concerning the importance of one person. Genesis 6 and verse 8, after all the things that had been said, we read a very simple verse. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Again, dear friends, think of the staggering impact of that one verse in the context of chapter 6, beginning with verse 5 and following. Through Noah, one man, the entire human race was not destroyed, because Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Because of Noah's faithfulness, the Lord delivered him. That reminds us of the passage in Second Peter 2 and verse 9 that says, The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations, and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Here is a side thought too, dear friends. This is the first time the word grace is mentioned in the Bible. Was it not needed at the right time? If anyone needed grace, if anything needed grace, it was the world at that time. And if we ever need the grace and mercy of God, it is today as well. Listen to the words of Titus. From Paul written unto Titus in Titus 2, beginning with verse 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. My friend and brother David Payer penned the following. In thinking along the lines of the importance of one person, David writes, Think of the importance of one person in other places in the Scripture. How about Andrew the Apostle? He brought his brother Simon Peter to Jesus in John 1, beginning with verse 38. And then think of the impact that Peter made. Think of his preaching on Pentecost, his writing of two letters. We also know that Andrew brought a young lad to Jesus in John 6, the first 14 verses. And Jesus, through a miracle, fed 5,000 with five loaves and two small fishes, what belonged to that little lad. Also Andrew, along with Philip, brought certain Greeks to Jesus, we learn in John 12, 20 through 22 responding to a request that has been made through the ages, Sir, we would see Jesus. How about Philip the Apostle? He brought Nathanael to Jesus in John chapter 1, verses 43 through 49. Nathanael the Israelite, indeed, in whom is no guile. You see, by Philip bringing one person, and one person making that difference, Jesus was able to teach a very important question and how important Nathaniel was to Jesus. How about Philip the Evangelist? Philip the Evangelist, by himself, he brought Christ to the Samaritans in Acts chapter 8, beginning with verse 5. This one man preached Christ to the Samaritans, and then he brought Christ to the eunuch in Acts 8, verses 26 and following. That one man going to the chariot made a difference in the life of the eunuch, and then he brought Christ to the cities of Azotus and Caesarea, Acts 8 and verse 40. Oh, the study of Philip the Evangelist is a wonderful study in and of itself. Dear friends, one must never, ever underestimate the things that one may do. And this should comfort us, dear friends. Everyone is important in God's eyes. Dear friends, you are important in God's eyes. 
God has a plan for your life. Would you love to hear more of how important you are? Here is our J. Webb. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please send the home study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. Noah also comforts us concerning the importance of baptism. Consider 1 Peter chapter 3, beginning with verse 20, that says, Which sometimes were disobedient, when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a-preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Dear friends, Noah's salvation is a prototype of our salvation today. Just as the flood transported him to a fresh new start, in baptism one is transported to a new life in Christ. Please note how the scripture of 1 Peter 3.21 is worded, the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. And if you take away the parenthetical statement there, it would say, doth also now save us by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Without the resurrection of Christ, there is no hope of salvation. Baptism is not done to put away filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God, that we are able to respond as we should. Through the resurrection of Christ, a wonderful parallel in Romans 6, verses 3 through 6. Do you not know that many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into His death? Therefore we were buried with Him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of His death, Certainly we also shall be in the likeness of His resurrection, knowing this, that our old man of sin was crucified with Him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Dear friends, we understand that baptism saves based upon one's faith. That's Mark 16, verse 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. This excludes infants who cannot believe, and those that fail to understand belief. It is also based upon one's repentance. In Acts 2 and verse 38, Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. Repentance is a change of decision, and a, therefore a change of direction. It's based upon one's confession of Christ as the Son of God, as the eunuch made that confession in Acts 8, 36 and 37, and Philip baptized him. This, dear friends, is a comforting teaching from the Scriptures that baptism is essential. And the one that has obeyed the gospel 
Grasp that clearly. In Genesis 7 and verse 1, Noah received a personal invitation to come into the ark wherein was his salvation. And today Christ extends to us to come into the church where salvation is found. In all this, Noah comforts us. Let's continue our studies together, shall we? Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh!